You're listening to the 405 Exchange Podcast. My name is Ken Grandpierre, and today's episode is with Titi, aka Teresa Wayman of Warpaint. It's only April, but I can already tell you that TT's debut album, Love Laws, will be a standout of the year. The first offering of the album, Love Leaks, is a gorgeous experimental pop tune that constantly ebbs and pivots into unexpected areas. Throughout her years, Wayman's challenged herself immensely with her main band, and this new project is her taking what she's already learned and soaring into new territory with it. I got to catch up with her during a particularly cold New York evening. We go into her record and how inspiration came to be and how it came about from very unexpected places. This is the 405 Exchange with TT. Enjoy. Does it feel weird having this project being stated as a solo project? Like when people talk to you about it and they use that descriptor, does that feel weird at all? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I'm actually, uh, I've gotten okay with it. Yeah. But um, I felt, at first I felt like it kind of, it carried some, a lot of weight. Like I didn't, I was, well, first of all, being like, I don't know, immediately conjuring up something that, is I don't know I always felt like it was like frowned upon to be doing a solo project if you were a part of a band or something because yeah. it means you're splitting off or you think that you need to go and do something without them and in some kind of negative way <laughs> I don't know I just never liked really liked the term but it is what it is I mean it's me doing my own project a solo solo project um and not working with the band so yeah. um yeah, I've gotten okay with it, but at first, first I didn't really like it when people said that, and I'm like, no, it's not a solo pro- solo project because it made it feel typical as well. It's like, oh, you know, you just it just could be clumped into solo projects, and solo projects are never as good as the main project that you know. Um, and that's no, even it's like weirder. Another project. It's just a project. Yeah, and that's even weirder if people were to say it's better than your main project. Then it's almost like what? Like yeah, that would be weird too. Yeah. For sure. But everybody has opinions and they're all different and they're going to be said. So That's true. That's the, that's the world we live in now. Yeah. Let's go back to the beginning cuz I'm really curious to just hear how this all came about. Like how did the creation of law, Love Laws uh begin and was the plan always to create an album necessarily? Um yeah, well I've been yeah, I've been working towards making an album for a really long time. Um and just started probably in like 2008 started (laughs) messing around in the computer and making beats and recording myself and learning how to do that and how to get it to sound the way I wanted it to sound and um took me a long time of just fiddling around uh and I've made a few songs that aren't on this album and I probably won't release but well maybe one day it's like a funny joke (laughs) (laughs) but um but yeah I guess and then over time I realized that uh I was I had it enough to expand on enough content that I thought was had the seeds of I don't know something special that I could expand on and they could be good songs so then I I would 
was ready to make an album and um I think conceptually I was just like realizing what a romantic I was in certain ways and coming to terms with that and maybe it was something that I didn't really want to accept about myself and so I ended up writing a lot of, a lot of uh, lyric, lyrical content uh, about that topic in my life, you know, and mm. and then um, so the idea of just making the album about love and then expanding that beyond just romantic love was kind of a cool, just cool direction for me to just put my head in and um, and yeah, like be just directional at, at all. Like yeah. I feel like sometimes with war paint, it's really amazing, but we're non-directional. We go ever, I mean, yeah. or we're multi-directional, I should say. And I liked having a very specific place to go with this this project. Yeah, well, going off that, I mean, one of the, I mean, we talked about it a little bit before it hit the recorder, but, like, one of the very interesting things about uh, Warpaint is that your band's known for being quite a communal band, and mm -hmm. how you guys write songs, and how you even play live, mm -hmm. and in terms of how you write and contribute to albums, like, knowing that, was it, like, I don't want to say difficult, but did it, how different did it feel writing from such an insular place from yourself? Um, it was really scary a lot of times because I I get nervous about exposing myself I think it's something that I just it's been something I've had to work on in my life that's just been a thing and so in a way that it was really healing for me because of that um, because it was everything is everything I do with this album is defining me even if it ever, never came out it's defining me to myself even and so I, I really got to look at who I was in so many ways. And um, sometimes I don't, you know, I didn't like what I saw or heard, or um, I didn't know where to take a song. And I couldn't rely on the excellence of someone else necessarily to to get me out of that hole. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, all of that was a really valuable experience. And... But at the same time, I was collaborating still. I, I worked with my brother, and I had him to bounce off of. And sometimes I would just, if I, I'd, sometimes I would let him figure out, you know, like a chord progression for a, a C section of the song that we were trying to, you know, incorporate into the into the arrangement, and and it felt good to just hear what someone else would add so it wasn't a hundred percent me you know and I got input from Dan Carey and Money, Money Mark the producer and um, and he well he kind of came in towards the end and he just played a lot of different things over the songs and really put down some gems that I later just like placed and cut and was, and things that really just put a, a beautiful finish on the whole thing, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, and my friend Gudo, she wrote a incredible bass line for I've Been Fine. So, I mean, I still was collaborating, but I, I ultimately got to say if I felt like something worked or didn't. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like I said, that was like a little bit frightening, but also in, totally enlightening. Yeah. 
you know, I wanted to kind of delve into the romance aspect that you brought up earlier, but to kind of ask it in a different way, because you've experienced so much within war paint and intrinsically in that, your own life. Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that you've got to travel the world and interact with so many people as you have. And it's crazy to think that the first time I saw your band was probably back in like 2009, 2010. Mm -hmm. Like I was a student and I could still remember like just the vibe that you guys had and just the way you would play. And then just as the years have gone, you've released more albums and toured. I bring all that up because I wonder if with the writing of this album, did it feel like second nature to have the experiences that you've had over the years bleed into this writing that you did for this album? Like, did that at all, do you feel like the experiences that you've had in the last couple of years at all influenced the way you approach writing in this sense? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, in so many ways, I don't really know. Um, I mean, it's just kind of, those experiences are embedded in me and um, I feel lucky to have be, have made this album not with a completely uh, even though it's my first album I'm I'm glad I have experience making albums previously because <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like um, God, I mean there's so much to learn when you're making an album and um it's such a big process and and then at least the pattern for paint is we don't ever we don't make another one for a few years a couple years you know and so some of it it's taken whatever eight years to get to really get some experience making an album under under my belt or under our belt um and so, I mean, yeah, I feel like I incorporate, I mean, how could I, how could I not really, you know? I've learned so much from the girls and I've learned so much from the process and um, I've tried to put everything I know that I love and everything I know that I want to leave out into this album. That's really good to hear. You know, I'm curious because naturally people always ask like, what you learned from previous albums that helped you prepare for this one. But you, I feel like people usually ask that within an uh, instrumentation standpoint. I'm curious mm -hmm. for you as a writer, mm -hmm. what do you feel working on previous albums throughout your life has prepared you for this in terms of just writing? Like Lyrical, Lyrically, you mean? Yeah, lyrically. Um, I think really honing in and and if something doesn't feel right, questioning it and doing it for a while, questioning it for a while and letting it kind of stand the test of time. Um, even if, you know, I, I think I can remember there's things that didn't feel right and I just, I tried to change them so many times, but that, that then that didn't work and I ended up with what I started with. But now I knew, know why I like what I started with. And I think that I needed to go through that exploration in order to let it be and then there's somewhere I explored and I changed everything and I love it so much better so um, I just yeah I definitely had had the ability to take as much time as I wanted with it which I don't usually get um, in war paint yeah. and so that was a different process for sure so let's jump into the album like one of the things I was I'm very I was very curious to, about asking you about when I knew I was gonna be talking to you is I just really want to know where do we find you at the start of your album like what does the first track Mickey say about you? 
Um, well, I think it's it, that. Or is it Mikey? It, uh, Mickey, Mickey. Mickey. Yeah. Good to know. I think um, <laughs> that song is says that you know that's my. Uh, I mean, I pretty much played everything on that album or in that song, although. Well, actually, geez, what am I saying? I did, but also that was like probably one of the most co- very collaborative song too because I let had one of my my friends he came in and wrote the chorus, the melody of the chorus, and um, well, yeah. So that song, I don't know what it says. It says that basically. Um, I think every song on the album is slightly is pretty different in a way um, even though they all talk to each other and they are like-minded but that one's a little more minimal a little more straightforward definitely more electronic um, um, kind of shows right away that I'm coming from a different angle with this album than what I've done before and um, is really about you know being with somebody in some kind of like cloud of rom- romance or of a moment and uh, it doesn't matter if that's going to continue past the bedroom you're in or whatever it's but it, you know it's like don't tell me don't let me know that that's that this isn't going to keep going just like yeah. let's be here um and yeah I mean, as of now, the only track people have heard from the project at all has been uh, Love Leaks. And, you know, listening to that song for me, it made me feel as though the creation of it was creatively liberating, like from a sense of fun, but also like the exploration you experienced within making it. Was that what it felt like when you were making that track? Yeah, that's actually, it's funny you say that, that you can hear it because you probably don't know how many different versions of that song I made. <laughs> I imagine <laughs> and, loads. Yeah, so many. Mm-hmm. And I did it in different time signatures. I started in 4-4. Four, four. I ended up in 6-8 and switching to 4-4 four, four at the end. But I just, yeah, I, I let I let myself experiment with how to do that song and, re, and starting over a few different times. And that's a hard thing to do when you're making albums and you're especially when you're under pressure, you go to a studio and you're like, you know, oh, this is how much money we have, and this is how much time we have, and you start feeling like you can't do that kind of thing. And I, I, I didn't have that issue. So that one in particular, I let myself find it a few different times. It had different drum beats, it had different, um, like no piano, some piano, yeah. no other instrument, you know, like it, it was only <coughs> piano at one point, so yeah. Something that's really intriguing to me about that song in particular is that, like, I, th- I think the way I felt the first time I listened to it, when I look back, I remember immediately thinking, like, well, this is, like, something sinister, but as it goes on, there's just this, like, almost joyous element to it also that just proceeds, it, like, it almost grabs you while you're listening to it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah it sounds sinister at the beginning because it has that weird, like, breath <laughs> I don't know where that come, came from I promise you I didn't do it an overdub that was like <laughs> I want to jump into something you brought up just a little bit earlier but I mean it was especially mind-blowing to read for me um, how you did the majority of the instrumentation and not just on this track but the album as a whole and 
you know, usually, I think it's important to state this, usually when musicians do this, the sonic palette can sound quite singular, but like for a track like Lovely, because there's so much variation going on within there, mm-hmm. it only led me to wonder, like, how much more like variation I'm going to hear on this album? Like, it, it leaves me, left me excited. That, the question I wanted to ask, though, is where do you, I mean, you, you kind of touched on it already, but I just kind of want to go a little bit deeper into mm-hmm. it. Where did this desire for exploration come from? Like, um, um, well, I have this problem, quote unquote, she's there quoting, <laughs> <laughs> of wanting to do everything. Like, I see, I could look at this bed and be like, oh, I, I love the the frame on that bed. Oh my god, how, it would be so fun to to get into woodworking and make a bed frame or, you know, one day I'm going to make my own wine or, you know, I don't know, like listening to someone, some band and I love the way the bass is played and then I all of a sudden want to play bass or, you know, I just, uh, I just get really excited by creating things and doing things, not, not even just musically, but, um, so I think it was really fun for me to, to explore how, doing all aspects of or many aspects or any that I wanted to do for um, this music and just making it my own as much as as possible and making it I I get a lot of pleasure out of creating things and I I think that's kind of like fundamentally one of the things that we're supposed to do here while we're alive you know create and explore um, whatever that means for you I mean I know most I know a lot of people, even if they aren't officially artists, love the arts and have some way in which they're creative, you know, and or express their creativity. So, yeah, I just took it as an opportunity to play around and have fun. You know, I'm not the best bass player in the world, I'm not the best drummer in the world, I'm not the best beat maker, but I can do things my way and it expresses who I am and that's, that's golden. And that's how everybody should look at it. I'm really curious about so many things regarding this project. It's been so good getting to t- like learn so much more about it for me so far. Cool. Um, uh, my next question for you is, I really want to know, like, because we talked a little bit before at the recording about how you're going to be playing live shows and how you've done some rehearsals. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you, you are like pretty much at the front with war paint and people are paying attention, but I wonder, like, what is it like... I mean, do you feel that there's more focus on you and the way you're performing these songs? There's going to be more focus on you and the way you're performing these songs when you play live? Like, do you think there's going to be some level of expectation people are going to have when they watch you live? Yeah, I mean, probably. People are expecting things left and right all the time. (laughs) It's kind of of like (laughs) a big fault we all have. It's why we all like fight with our boyfriends and girlfriends or whatever, too. It's like, I expected you to be here at this time and you weren't. (laughs) Um, but no, I, um, I think that, yeah, people will be expecting things. Um, I hope that mostly though it's met with an open mind and just, you know, I think it, you can like it or you can not like it. If you don't like it, it's not for you. That's fine. If it's not like, it's not what I'm doing exactly with war paint. So I'm sure some people will be not as drawn to it yeah and that's okay you know it's it's important for for me to do 
what I want to do and it's important for everyone to kind of do what they want to do. Yeah, I think a better way of asking that question, uh, taking the context of people out of it, is I'm curious in regards to the rehearsals you've been mm-hmm. doing. Do these rehearsals feel different to when you usually rehearse before paint? Um, or have they so far? Yeah, they have. I mean, it feels a bit more uh, professional because I'm not just <laughs> hanging out with my friends. You know, it's like I, I pay the drummer to come there, and you know, you're like a boss. You're yeah, like a and boss lady. yeah, exactly. And that's actually been hard for me because I'm not used to that. I'm used to being able to chime in when I want, and then also expect that other people will chime in. Yeah. and carry the carry the ship you know and um so now i have to and and when i if i come into the room and i'm not in a good mood or i'm stressed it's go- going to affect everyone even more than you know normal like they they're looking to me to make decisions and tell them how it's going and stuff and um but and I want to do that to some extent, but I've also invited them to be more hands-on too, because it should be a collaborative process. It's a it's a band, so band and bands should be collaborative, in my opinion. Yeah. I think I think it feels better that way, and everyone should feel like they have a little bit of a say at least, um, so that it's their own. Yeah. A couple of months back, I did a talk with um, a rapper named Dessa, and uh, along with releasing a, a new album this year, she is also going to be releasing a book. And um, the reason I bring this up is because I remember when talking to her, I found out that she came across someone who read her book, like someone who worked within publishing, because the book's not out yet, but someone within publishing read her book and talked to her about like how much the book meant her, even though the person had the context of her music. Like She was like, oh, I'm not really mm-hmm. familiar with your music, but I read your book and it spoke to me. I bring that up because I'm curious that, I mean, just by virtue of life, there's definitely going to be some people who experience this album mm-hmm. who won't have the context of Warpaint. Yeah. How does that make you feel knowing that? Like, is that kind of exciting to you? Yeah, it's really, it feels great. I mean, I want to expand out in as many ways as possible. And and I I really enjoy expressing myself as an artist in my own right, not just connected with the, the group. And I think that's important. Well, it's important for me. I've And it took me a while to come to that realization, but it is. And if, you know, and I think that that's also going to be beneficial for the band as well um, just because I'll be a stronger force in the band I'll know more about how to write how to take you know connect other aspects of creativity like you know visual aspects to the project and how to marry the two and or you know and just and I think that each of us in War Pain especially uh, this is really, I mean, we're lucky. Each of us is um, able to do that. You know, Jen had has her project, and every time she's doing that or, you know, collaborating with other people, she just becomes stronger and stronger. Yeah. And Emily, too, she's been writing music forever. I know that as soon as she decides to put out an album, it's going to, she could just snap her fingers and it'll happen because she's been <laughs> making music for so long. Yeah. And Stella obviously works with people constantly. She's on so many albums. She just started doing some film scores and things like that. And so every each of us is is exploring our personal uh, contribution to the band. 
Yeah. And so that just makes the whole thing bigger and better. But yeah, I. But yeah, I also want to see who who connects and feels me and not me with war paint. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, I only have a couple more questions for you, but um, you know, I'm particularly marvelled by how it must feel for artists to finish their albums. I mean, people always like to talk about the journey that you went through, and that's mm -hmm. definitely important. But the fact that you went through weeks or months of making an album and you got to a close. Yeah. That's huge. And for this being like, you know, your album, like your like yours. Yeah. What was it like for you not to just get to the end of that but to listen to it for the first time? Like do you remember what that yeah. was like? It was really exciting and I actually it was I I got to really love it, which was surprising to me because I mean I'm a pretty analytical person, overthinker and definitely hard on myself I'm that kind of I'm that that uh, set of um, what's it called the um, when, when you I'm like um, oh I'm that psychosis oh, okay, the, 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 the <laughs> I thought it was going to be spectrum for some reason no but, but yeah, yeah well it's part of the spectrum but <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm of a spectrum <laughs> no I'm like that that person that goes to therapy for you know like being a perfectionist or something and hate and self-loathing or whatever that but anyway um i definitely got to a point where i finished which was a push for sure and i finished and i got i i kept weeding and i kept thinking i love everything except this this and this and then i went and i adjusted this this and this or i adjusted this and this and yeah. then i listened again and i was like still this <laughs> you know and then uh so I got that out and then I feel like I got to a point where I really could listen and I loved it and I mean of course there's still flaws or whatever things I would do different next time but uh, overall I got to a point place where I feel like pretty good about I feel good about it and that was really surprising to me and um and liberating and um you know, if I think too hard about it, I can start analyzing it and breaking it down again. <laughs> but um, it is, it's it's cool you ask about finishing. I do think of it, and I'm sure people have used this um, analogy before, but it's like, you know, if you're running a long race, I'm sure, you, you know, you, the last leg of it, the home stretch or whatever, is where you have to push the hardest because yeah. you're so tired and you're you're over it but if you give up then you could give up your place you know because you know it's like that's the spot where you just don't give you just can't give up you gotta push even go go faster and go harder and um and so i feel like that end ending bit was difficult but I really, instead of just going, you know what, I don't know if I can just think think about this anymore, if I can adjust anymore, go to the studio one more time to just make this one change, and because it's it's like that, it it's it's always like I'm done. Oh wait, no, just that there's that there's another there's just one more thing and one more thing. So you have to really dig in, yeah. and finish it. Um. And. But I did it. You did. I did, and it just took perseverance 
Before I let you go, like just my last question, you know, I want to go back to the fact that you've experienced so much in your life because I really do think that's significant to the fact that you write and you create and you experience literally life. Mm-hmm. And I'm really curious to know that because of all the traveling that you've done and the fact that you've spent so much time in so many different places, I wonder if you would say there's a place that you've either visited or lived in or spent a significant amount of time that you feel has left like quite an imprint in you as a creative or an artist like something that a place that you really do feel like a connection to a physical place mm-hmm. well i've spent a lot of time in london and and i feel like they've really shown the world over there kind of how to how to um create new just keep like expanding the horizon what's expected and what what we all consider to be you know music and culture and um art in general and and I feel like that's rubbed off on me a lot I used to want to move over there I used to really just like wish I was English and all these things and I don't really I don't anymore but I I don't necessarily want to move there either, but I just feel like there's some kind of... Um, see, in, in the English people is really intelligent and driven and... Uh, and yet, and, and innovative. And even though there's so much... Maybe they're bound to some kind of history and, and also, like, ways of being that, you know, that, that might seem inhibiting I think that there's like always some something brewing yeah. under the surface over there that that really like pushes us all to like new places and and I think that that's yeah I think I feel like that's rubbed off on me some yeah that's massive well thanks for taking the time to chat again I really do appreciate it cool I mean it was that was super fun yeah, I, I'm it's over yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was really fast yeah. <laughs> Thank you.